Welcome to The Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, January 10th, 2014. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Meteor fans of all ages. I'm your host, Josh Owens. We also have the co-host, Rye Walker, with us. Hello. We are part of the dev team at Differential. Uh, We build Meteor apps for clients uh, pretty much all day long. So um, we're huge, huge fans of Meteor, and we we wanted to put together a podcast where we talked about the latest news and goings-on. So uh, if you're interested, you can find us at MeteorPodcast.com. You can find us on iTunes, or we're at MeteorPodcast on Twitter. So uh, I think the format is really just us kind of going over some of the top news stories on Crater.io, and then we're just going to kind of discuss those as we go over them. So uh, here's Rai with the first one. All right. Uh, First one we're going to talk about is uh, Understanding Meteor Publications and Subscriptions by Sasha Grief. Um, I really enjoyed reading this article. It's uh, absolutely one of the uh, top stumbling blocks I think people learning Meteor um, run into. And, um, you know, I think it does a pretty nice job of explaining um, how things work and why it's a good thing the way uh, the Meteor people have designed publications and subscriptions. So, um, you know, uh, I, I, a really interesting part of it, too, is is uh, I think some people think that because of these uh, publications and subscriptions that Meteor is somehow insecure as a result of that, and this article does a good job of debunking some of that, too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I guess that's all I got. <laughs> that's all you got? <laughs> um, no, I think this is, like, super in-depth, too. Like, I think Sasha did a great job. He's got pictures in here um, kind of explaining the different different ways that it works, and um, he actually has great code examples in here. And this is definitely, like, I remember when I got started, this was an area where I first fell down for sure. So the disclaimer right at the top is, is definitely true. So Yeah, and if ultimately for me, though, it's it's probably one of the main features in Meteor that I have grown to love and enjoy the flexibility of what it gives me in terms of uh, pushing data um, to the browser to be used just in time. Um, It really helps make apps feel amazingly uh, snappy. So um, thanks, Sasha, for uh, diving deep on this for everybody and uh, highly encourage you to read the article. All right, so next up was uh, Real-Time Maps with um, Meteor and Leaflet, part one. Um, I think the second part's actually up, too. Uh, basically, the author... Um, Palavi? Palavi, sorry if I butcher that. <laughs> um, he, uh, he takes the parties example uh, from the video on the Meteor website... Uh, where they show off um, some of the data synchronization that goes on between uh, two browsers and using Mongo and all that kind of stuff, which is it's a great example on the Meteor website. Uh, he kind of dives into redoing that with Leaflet, which I actually hadn't heard of, and it looks quite interesting. Um, and, and I've actually started playing with this now, so I'm, I'm glad he posted this article. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it just goes into the the ins and outs of getting Leaflet to work and and uh, basically completely uh, skinning it so that it works just like the video. So yeah, and at, at that, this is a good example of of how uh, to integrate um, Meteor with some external JavaScript library. Um, you know, it's a uh, you probably spend about 15 minutes in your media career before you realize, okay, I need to integrate some other JavaScript into it. And uh, you know, the first few times you do it, it, it can be somewhat painful. It'll get it'll get a little bit better with uh, the sh- the release of uh, Meteor UI. Um, but this is a great article that <clears throat> basically takes um, you know the original example just used a static GIF uh, as the map, and this. Um, redoes it with a, a true kind of scalable map in the background. It's a, a neat improvement on the original demo. Yeah, <clears throat> and it uses some of their um, like double or the double click handler, you know, catching that and then setting some sessions to uh, make it reactive uh, on the meteor side. So it's good stuff. Um, again, uh, if you need the links to these, just go to crater.io, and they should be in the top posts there. And we'll put them in the show notes um, on the mediapodcast.com website. Yeah. All right. Next article we're going to talk a little bit about is uh, Slava Kim from Meteor Development Groups. Uh, he's uh, He says this is not a rage post, but um, <laughs> it's top five synac- uh, syntactic weirdnesses in Mongo. Like I said most of them were found by David Glasser, but I guess they've kind of accumulated this um, library of weirdness that they really felt like they had to just share with the world, uh, and I appreciate that. Um, You know, obviously, Meteor requires Mongo. Not everybody is a pro at Mongo. Um, And uh, ultimately, I think that this article serves as good um, SEO for some of the issues (laughs) that that he's um, going through. Just to read through it... um, um, it, it's it's a lot to read through and to understand. It, uh, I think it'll really come in to, to be helpful when you have some of these problems. Um, and I'm glad that they've tossed it out there, there on the internet for everybody to access when they have uh, an issue related to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, Josh and I were just talking today. Um, you know, it's it's tough. You know, if you've spent most of your career with uh, using SQL to write queries, to suddenly jump in and have to understand all the Mongo lingo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking, like, today, I think I hit stuff where, like, I'd never used the um, positional operator. That one was, like, mind-boggling yeah. <laughs> at yeah. first. And then um, I couldn't figure out how to, like, just check to see if something uh, was there in an, uh, in an object and uh, found out about the exists operator. So, I mean, there's a lot of... A lot of interesting stuff about Mongo in general that I think you need to learn when you're getting started on Meteor. Yeah. And, and this is this is a very good post that kind of covers some gotchas that you might run into. Yep, yep. And it's uh, it's basically a package deal. If you want to do Meteor, you're also uh, you've just become a novice Mongo developer too, uh, for better or worse. I, we I, we think for better, but it's uh, definitely a journey. So. Uh, next up is the uh, must-see Meteor Talks from 2013. Uh, these were all, as far as I know, they were all talks from the dev shops. Uh, they're on the Meteor 
blog, and um, they've actually embedded all six YouTube videos right into the blog page, so you can really just hit the page, watch the videos. Um, in particular, you know, we were there for the, the David Greenspan talk about the new media rendering model, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, and then uh, David Glasser's on there talking about uh, making Mongo real-time, which just came out in uh, 070. Um, I, there's a talk for Iron Router. There's a talk for... I actually haven't seen the one for Percolate Studio and getting their, their Meteor app into the iTunes App Store. Yeah, I watched that one. That was a good one. Yeah, so... I'll probably give that one a watch, but uh, highly recommend going and checking these out. There's a lot of good stuff in here. So, yep, yeah. If you're um, just kind of uh, paying attention to Meteor, uh, you know, not with your full attention, it's pretty easy to miss some really great content coming out of these dev shops. So, for example, I haven't watched the TDD with um, uh, with uh, Sam with Sam. Yeah, yeah. with uh, was it RTD? Is that what he does? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, RTD. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I, I saw this and uh, will watch that video as a result of this post. So, appreciate it, Meteor, for pointing out the best talks. Yeah. Uh, finally, I think uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Fast Render, um, which, um, <laughs> yes, now we've got to figure out how to say the guy's name. Uh, Arunda is what I've been saying to myself, and, and it's like clearly not correct. I, I heard someone else say Aranota. So, yeah, so Aranota. either way, we're sorry if we butchered it. Yeah, I realized today the first time is I actually tried to, to voice that uh, word um, aloud for the first time. But Fast Render is um, his latest uh, mad project um, to make media rendering faster initial page load. So uh, the, the way it works is um, he embeds the data for the for the page load in the page and includes some JavaScript to bootstrap that into the DOM as soon as it loads, and then it hands the page over to regular old Meteor. Uh, what this allows us to do is um, uh, you, you could you could uh, theoretically um, get going with a, a lower amount of data. So let's say you wanted to preload 20 blog posts, but this page that you're rendering only needs one of them. Um, you can bootstrap that, get that page up, and then the subscription and publication would all kick in and fill out the rest of your data. Um, we have this running now on our differential blog, and it's clearly faster. Um, I'd well, it's still, on the whole site too, right? Well, it's on any page that um, where data is used, yeah. And so most of our site is static. So the blog is one point, our, our team page. But um, uh, I, I'd love to see us get to the point where um, – it's actually the entire DOM is rendered server-side. Uh, I think this is a great step towards that, you know, uh, that maybe with just a few modifications we can get to that point so that we can get away from having to use Spiderable and stuff for search engines. And yeah. and obviously, like, social widgets always get the title wrong on um, a lot of uh, pages that are uh, on Meteor. Um, but, you know, we've we've decided to go ahead and, and make our corporate website operate on Meteor, even though it really doesn't need it. Um, corporate? Well, corporate? Our, our, <laughs> our, <laughs> our corporation's website, yeah, our differential.io runs on Meteor. We get a little criticism for that since it's mostly static. But, um, you know, we want to drive uh, Meteor forward, server-side server side rendering, and, and, and have it work for all web apps, not just special cases. So, Yeah. 
Yeah. We actually we caught a lot of flack for that when I posted that meteor killing rails post <laughs> <laughs> which in the middle of people reading it like died and went blank cuz yeah. our server crashed or had a slight blip there so. Yeah. Kind of ironically funny. Well, I'd also want to mention Aeronoto has been super awesome to work with on this fast render. Um, you know, we, we were early adopters of it. He's he he's uh, helped us with our issues. Literally, there was an issue today that he got to in five minutes, um, and he's across the world somewhere. But um, totally awesome guy. Took pretty cool technology to make every every meteor page quicker. So um, big fan of fast render, and we're going to try to help help him push it out there and make it something that's standard. Yeah. So uh, that's the podcast for um, Friday, January 10th. If you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to hit us up on Twitter um, and and let us know. Um, or, you know, we'll probably get the email address set up so you can email us, like, podcast at meteorpodcast.com. Um, and that'll hit both of us. And, you know, we're open to suggestions. We want to hear what you think, what you want to hear about. Let us know, and, you know, we'll, we'll keep tweaking this as we go on. Yep. So thanks, guys. Thanks.